You are listening to The Walking Leader Podcast, episode number 263. Hello, I am your host, David Guerra, and I welcome you back to another episode of The Walking Leader Podcast. As always, The Walking Leader Podcast is for you, current and future leaders, to help give you the tools to help you succeed as a leader in your organization as well as in your personal life. The tools of the walking leader focus on getting you up and out from behind your desk and out onto the front lines where those you lead, because that's where they are every day. They're in the trenches day in and day out. And as a leader, attention leaders, in case no one told you, I'm telling you now, it is your responsibility to know how the battle is going. And there is no better way to know than to be out on the front lines where the bullets are flying. So get out there. And now without delay, let's get this episode started. When it comes to making the transition from amateur to professional mindset, I am reminded of this old joke. There's a man visiting New York City for the first time. And like most first-time tourists, he was lost. Holding a city map in his hands, he walks up to what appears to be a native New Yorker and asks, Excuse me, sir, how can I get to Carnegie Hall? And again, in typical New Yorker fashion and without missing a beat, the New Yorker responds, Practice, practice, practice. Folks, it's all about practicing. It is all about putting in the work. It is all about doing what it takes to move from point A to point B with as little effort and great ease as possible. However, there are no sh- there are no shortcuts into moving and staying in the professional mindset. See, practice once the, once in the professional mindset becomes more of sharpening your skills and honing your craft on a constant and consistent basis. The emerging mindset has a lot of the bad habits to cast aside and new good habits to learn and create and maintain. The bad habits I speak of are found in the amateur mindset and are rooted in the quick response, the instant gratification, and in not being in it for the long haul that dominates the way of thinking, behaving, and living for those amateurs. Now, while the professional mindset individual is continuously looking over the horizon in it for the long term, and are a, are considered visionaries. Thus, making the successful transition from amateur to professional is going to be difficult, and it will take time. Lots and lots of time. However, the commitment and dedication that is required, and through practice, the need to find the commitment and dedication becomes easier to commit and to dedicate yourself. So it becomes easier to do it, so you can do it. Now, novices and individuals early on in their journey to achieving a professional mindset may find themselves going down a slippery slope. Let me explain what a slippery slope is. It's a fallacy, and the Oxford Languages defines it as, quote, an idea or course of action which will lead to something unacceptable, wrong, or disastrous, end quote. Now, what could be more disastrous when it comes to trying to become better, to become an individual with a professional mindset? Perfection or perfectionism is the disastrous, slippery slope. See, having a professional mindset is not about being perfect. It is far from being perfect. Using being perfect or being a perfectionist are very sad excuses when it comes to not putting in the work. Actually falling into that rabbit hole of not doing something because it will never be perfect is the amateur mindset in, in action. That's it. That's a perfect example of the amateur mindset. Now, know that when you go around and saying you are a perfectionist is a very sad use of an excuse that needs to stop. 
what happens when you use the excuse of being a perfectionist is that you start to believe yourself to be a perfectionist and that nothing you do or anyone does will ever be perfect. Believing that whatever you're working on will never be perfect. So naturally, you will fall into the, quote, why bother trap, end quote. Now, professionals are far from perfect and know themselves enough to know that not to fall for that trap. They know they're not perfect. Professionals know also that there is no such thing as perfection. And in case no one ever told you, then let me be the first to share with you the following. The concept of perfection is subjective. It always has been and always will be subjective. Subjective to the interpretation of the one trying to achieve perfection or to the one on the, um, or the one waiting on that one thing to be perfect. Sadly, neither will ever get what they are waiting for. It is like chasing the proverbial pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. It's just not there. However, that should not stop any, anyone from chasing that pot of gold because while we will never reach it, it is about the journey and the associated adventure. Now, however, all that should not stop anyone from practicing for perfection. See, practicing per- for perfection should only be attempted so long as we are grounded in the reality that perfection will never be achieved nor attained. That may be as to why the amateur mindset lives and celebrates for the day. It is about the one and done. They celebrate running a 5K. How about celebrating after running a 10K? Sadly, far too many people work to run a five-kilometer race, and that's all. They're happy saying they did it. Kudos to them. Nothing wrong with that. Then there are those individuals that train for years only to run one marathon or one Ironman competition. Then once done, they never look back. Again, kudos to them. They did it. The amateur realizes that the level of commitment and dedication is too much for them to repeat every single day of their life. So they give up trying to go even one step further. That one and done. Now, one and done. Most of us have heard the saying, you got it done. You made it happen. Way to go. Those congratulatory remarks are given. And then that's all that you have. I have been guilty of this for far too many times. The amateur mindset at work kept me from stepping up my game. The amateur mindset wanted me to quit after writing my first book. Luckily for me, there were and still are plenty of books left in me. However, my amateur mindset kept me down to one 10K race and a couple of 5K races. But uh, that was that. There'll be more. Now, trust me, I was tempted to leave it at one book, but that was not the case. I can see where others will be satisfied having written one book. Then again, you and I have seen other individuals that have the what if and then the regret that follows. What if they regret anything? You know, you see it, you see it written on their face. It's, it's there, black and, you know, plain as day for not having the wherewithal or the intestinal fortitude to continue to put in the work for one more race, one more song, one more speech, or one more book. See, once regret sets in, there are two things that can happen. You can turn that regret into action, or you can roll over and stick your head in the sand. Personally, I would rather turn that regret into action by learning to stop struggling and, comp- and coping with regret. Moving past it. Don't accept it as part of life. Move beyond it. That action is all about wanting to move beyond the one-and-done amateur mindset. 
as patience, practice, dedication, and everything else that comes with wanting to go beyond the one-and-done component of the amateur mindset is all nice and neatly wrapped up in, well, here it is again, hard work. It is easier to pass on the next one-and-done than it is to get up and make something good happen every day. Work is how food gets on the table. Work is how the bills get paid. The realization of that, that work only occurs through repetition and in the form of practice. So that's it. Work. We, we do it every day. Obviously, we're practicing. Hopefully, we're getting better. It is why the professional mindset will always be greater than the amateur. That is, hell-bent on the instant gratification instead of the long-term, long tail of success that comes with constant and proper practice. Yet, the individual with the amateur mindset would rather put in one hour of softball practice every week and three hours of drinking ice-cold brews with the bros after that practice. The amateur individual will bitch, moan, groan, and complain when the softball team loses every game. Meanwhile, across town, there's a six-year-old kid hard at work learning to be a switch hitter. Another kid down the street is out in the driveway shooting free throws long after the sun has gone down. In a nearby apartment, there is a 20-something practicing her, her coding skills as she prepares to write the next app that will change the world. The reason they practice, yes, even the six-year-old, is to be better, is to better themselves. Bettering themselves, especially in a competitive world, practicing your craft and honing your skills will give you and anyone else that practices an advantage over those that put in little to no work and expect great results. Now, when when the one and done component creeps in and takes over, people settle. The amateur mindset looks for the easy way, the quick way, the one and done. Thus, settling for just enough is all there is. And, well, the individual with the amateur mindset will accept that being on the right side of the mediocre section of the bell curve is good enough for them. Well, good enough just also happens to be the mantra of the amateur mindset. Meanwhile, the up-and-coming switch hitter, basketball player, app developer, and everyone that decides that mediocrity is not where they want to live, grow old, and die, they don't want to do that. They don't want to be around those individuals that, that will also do that. You need and you want to move beyond that amateur mindset. And just like those that are putting in the hours, you will put in the work, the practice, practice, practice. Remember, that's how you get to Carnegie Hall. Practice, no matter at what level, can only deliver success due to consistency. This, again, is one of the non-negotiables. Instead of celebrating the one-and-done professional mindset, individuals celebrate the consistency and commitment they put into sharpening their skills and honing their craft. They celebrate by remaining consistent and committed because that is the only way they know they are going to get to where they truly want to be, where they know they belong. They exercise their consistency and commitment through practice, whether it is actually getting back into the trenches and answering the phones or filling sandbags. Practice can also come in virtual form, simulation and visualizations. Simulations can be conducted on a computer, out in the field, air or sea or on a sand table. The U.S. military, since its inception, has conducted combat simulations or war games 
to employ strategies and practice tactics to become a more lethal fighting force and ultimately the greatest military ever assembled. Sand table simulations can be utilized when actually getting out to the field may be too costly or just not feasible. So long as the practice is put in the ability to increase the strengths, minimize weaknesses, maximize opportunities, and all but clear the skies of threats becomes the standard when the practice is over and reality sets in. Of course, practice should never be easy. If it was easy, then practice would last an hour a week, followed by three hours of downing ice-cold beers with your buds. Practice should come with a very heavy dose of distress. It is in the distress, the uneasiness, that growth can occur. The professional will learn to welcome the discomfort and eventually welcome it as practices evolve into more, to include more. The want to move or to include more in the practice means you are recognizing that growth is happening and you want and you start to want it more of it and more. Well, that's it for this episode of the Walking Leader Podcast. If you have any comments or questions, please don't hesitate. Drop me an email at dave at davegarrett.com or leave me a voice message at the Walking Leader hotline at 956-720-0060. Or reach out to me on Twitter at Dave Guerra, all one word. That's the at symbol, Dave Guerra. That's my name. And I look forward to hearing from you. Also, I want to thank you for your time. I do appreciate you making it to this point of the episode. I am David Guerra, author of the books, The Walking Leader and Great to Follow. And I invite you to subscribe to The Walking Leader podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, and Stitcher. You can find all those links on the DaveGuerra.com website. Lastly, I want to remind you to always go beyond the grind and go beyond the hustle because that's the only way to be the walking leader and a leader that is truly great to follow. And until next time, I thank you. The Walking Leader Podcast is a David Guerra presentation.